purpose is that uh, the, the review hopefully will take shorter because we didn't quite finish yesterday's stuff, which is the badness. Okay. <laughs> See that? You can it all together. Anyway, so we'll do a quick review as much as uh, of yesterday's, as much as we got to in yesterday's daf. Mirza Hashem, we should finish yesterday's daf, get to today's. Today is daf nun dalad. Yesterday was nun gimel. And we are learning Lili Nishmas from Bashmal Shimma and Shama have an Aliyah. And also have a mind, Daniel Benet Baruch, Ben Yudalib Vaimi, and also have a mind for Shalim to all who need it. And we're starting at the bottom of the page. On Nun Bez Amid Bez, our review. And we talked about um, what the issues of the I think that's where we're starting from the actually from the question of uh, what's the machloks between Bishami and Basilo with regarding to uh, Bara and Bore. So uh, first we thought that there was some issue with that, uh, that Bara is, the, is uh, past tense, and that's why that's the right terminology <coughs> according to Bishami. According to Bishilel, uh Bara is not going to be appropriate because, I mean, uh, Bore is, more appro- is, is also appropriate because we find many places that Bore is also past tense. But uh, we brought rayas, so Chara, even Beishamay would agree that you can use the word Borei, it certainly fits. <coughs> and the issue is a different issue completely. It's a question of do we say Borei Meorei uh, Haesh, which is uh, plural, or is it Meor Haesh? And that's really what the Machlokas is going to Beishamay. There's one light that we're focusing on, and it's single, singular, and therefore it's Meor Haesh. And according to Beishilal, since there's multiple colors in the fire, so it's me'orei um, ha'esh. Next we saw is that um, as far as the seder of the brachas, and we talked about uh, that certain different kinds of, of, of fire are not acceptable. Um, and we talked about the ner and the psamim of Gentiles. And we said that the ner of Gentiles, the issue is, is that though we need a ner that kept Shabbos, so to speak, but uh, what's the problem? So the Gemara explains that, that it's talking about there was an occasion, the Goyim were gathered together, and there is some incense there, and even though you don't know what it was for, you would have to assume that it is related to Avodah to idolatry, and that's why it's forbidden to, to smell. Um, and uh, the Gemara says, I, but later on who quoted a case of Psalmim of Avodah so it sounds like that we're not talking about it here, so the Gemara explains, no, it's explaining what do we mean? Why the Gentiles psamim um, is no good? Is because stam mesibes of agoyim is lavodazara. That's the idea. So that took us to the uh, to the next thing, which um, we said that uh, the candle needs to keep Shabbos, so to speak. So, um, what does that mean? It keeps Shabbos the, for for Havdalah. So we explained to be able to be eligible for Havdalah. So it, if it means that it didn't do a malacha on Shabbos, even if that malacha was mutter on Shabbos. So the problem is, is that there's a price that says very clearly that if you light a fire for on Shabbos, for, for a woman giving birth or for a sick person that you needed to deal with the person who's ill, so um, you're allowed to use that for a bracha for um, for ma'ori aish. So that can't be the problem. So Rav Nachman Yitzchak says, would it mean Shabbos? That it was Shavah, the Ner Shavas, it was from a Malacha of an Avera. And the, another riot to this idea is, is that we find that if you have a lantern that was lit the entire Shabbos, so of course it was continually lit, but since that's allowed, there's nothing wrong with keeping a candle lit all Shabbos long. So therefore, on Matzah Shabbos, you could actually use it for your bracha of 
um, uh, for Ma'orish. Next, we talked about is um, is how did you get this fire? If this fire came from a, a, a goy who lit it from Yisrael, or a Yisrael that lit it from a goy. So in both cases, that would be acceptable for the bracha of Ma'orish. Uh, of but if it's a Nachri Minachri, then not. So why not? What's the problem if it's Nachri Minachri? So we explained it's because that Ner didn't keep Shabbos, whatever. It was from a guy who's, who's using it on Shabbos. If that's true, so Yisrael from a Nachri also, it's coming from that source. So what are you going to say? That no, when Yisrael gets it from a Nachri, the, problem, the reason why that's better is because in the original fire is not here anymore. This is a new fire. It's not the same one. So that's why it's okay. So the Gemara says, if that's the case, um, so um, so then why am I chayiv for carrying a fire on Shabbos? Okay, meaning if there's a lit uh, candle, and I'm not talking about muktzi here, but talking about carrying on Shabbos, if you carry a shalevis, which is a rabbim, you're going to be chayiv. So the question is, why are you chayiv? Uh, if you're talking about every fire, each the fire is really not the same fire because it keeps the fire that was lit now is a different one than that's lit later meaning it keeps replenishing itself and making new fuel that makes new fire, then what you were okay, you were never placed down. And what you placed down was not what you were okay. So that can't be that we, we obviously look at the fire as the same fire. So the Gemara says, you're right. It's a, the reason why when a, when, a, when a Jew gets it from a guy is okay is because although the Easter fire is still there, but there's also additional fire and you're making the brach on the additional fire that's from the Jew. So Gemara says, okay, if you're making brach on the additional fire from the Jew, so then why a nachri from a nachri is problematic? You should be able to get it from the other, from the other nachri. So the, that's Gemara says. So Gemara says, you're right. The only reason why nachri, because uh, it's the new fire, it's not, we make a brach on the new one, not the one from before Shabbos, from during Shabbos. So Gemara says, you're right. But the reason is because it's a gzera of the nachri rishon. If we allow you to take from one nachri that got it from another, then you'll just go straight to a Gentile, and that would be a problematic. Yeah. I was wondering, uh, Rebbe, why don't we apply the principle of uh, if the goy leads the light, we can have an eye of it. Um, yeah, let's walk in the street, whatever. Why can't we apply the same principle to Abdullah? To using that fire, I know we said that the goy if the goy leads the the, the the fire, we cannot use it for a dole. But why don't we apply that principle? What you're saying is is that uh, since I'm allowed to benefit from it, no, there's a special requirement. It doesn't explain why, but it's saying there's a special requirement for specifically for in the 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 nair the the nair of Abdullah is. You have to okay, that we want to, uh, a nair that that delineate that ex- expresses the change between before Shabbos and uh, when Shabbos is still going and when Shabbos is over. In other words, where it's like a, it's creating that that hacker between Shabbos, what changed between Shabbos and Motzei Shabbos, and that that's why it has to be a fire that shows that hacker, a Jew's fire that couldn't have lit this on Shabbos, and now he's able to light it. That shows the distinction, and therefore it's a valid fire. Do you understand? It's uh, that's the whole purpose of what we're doing with the Moreoish. So that's the, that, and therefore, if it if a if a, a gentile lights it for himself on Shabbos, it doesn't speak that out at all because it's not showing the distinction between Shabbos and Chol, and that's why it's not valid. I think that's the pshat. We okay. also learned that if you have a fire burning the whole of Shabbos, you can make it on it. Yes. So 
the same. Right, because that's not really uh, because it it because that's called being ki- keeping the Shabbos. Shabbos. Since it wasn't done in a way that was mechalal uh, uh, Shabbos, so therefore it's uh, right. Even the even the candle of the Chaya was accept- right. was was acceptable. But uh, anyway, that's the uh, that's the best I can tell you. Okay, next thing we talked about is somebody goes outside the city. And he sees a fire from the city. So if most of the people in the city are Nachrim, so then you can make a bracha. If most of them are Yidin, then you could make a bracha. So what, that's a stira, because Rov implies that 50-50. First one says, Rov Goyim is no good. 50-50 is good. The second one says, Rov Yehudim is good. Sounds like 50-50 is no good. So which is it? Sigmar says, really, 50-50 is good. And the first Rov is the Iker, and the second Rov is just kept to keep the, the, the flow that here we said right, so here there too we said right. But it doesn't really need Rav Yisrael. As long as it's 50-50, it's also okay. Next we talked about is somebody goes outside and he sees a child who are holding a, a torch. Can you make a brach on that? Depends. You have to ask the child first. And um, are, is this a yid? Are you a yid or, or not? If you're a yid, then I can make a brach. A guy not. Why only a kid? Now, why not talk about an adult? So we explained that an adult... So close to Matzah Shabbos, we know that he's, a gen- that he's not Jewish. So obviously it's not going to be acceptable. But by a, a kid, maybe if he's Jewish, then, then you could say that he hurried out after Shabbos, and, that's, and, and, uh, and therefore you can ask the question. But otherwise, by an adult, uh, no, no Jewish adult would be going out so close to Matzah Shabbos. Next we talked about is... You're going outside the city, you see fire, so how big does the fire need to be? Ava could be a kibshan, the size of a furnace. So then you can make a bracha on it, otherwise not. And uh, we saw that there's a little bit of a contradiction. One place sounds like it's okay for a bracha, the other place says no. So we explained that it depends when in the firing process. They're using this fire to like bake the bricks. That's the kind, it's like a commercial oven, a kiln basically. So it's to bake the bricks. So in the beginning, the purpose of the fire is strictly to, for baking. Afterwards, they actually use it <coughs> for providing light. And that's the key element that the fire has to be with the intent to provide light in order for it to be acceptable. Next, we talked about also regular stovetop ovens. And it's, this, and it's the same thing. There's a differentiation between tchila and sof. In the beginning, it's there for cooking. But afterwards, it's providing also light. And that's part, and that, again, the purpose of the fire is to be for light for illumination in order for it to be one that you can make a bracha. That's what brought us also to the question of the shul, a light in the shul or base medrash. So he said in one place that you could make a bracha, the other place that you can't. What is the deal? So it depends. So first we said that it depends if there's an adam chashuv, because if there's an adam chashuv, there's a, a tzaddik that's in the shul, so they keep the, they, they would light candles just the tzaddik, and it has nothing to do with lighting, we're not using it for, for illumination, and therefore it's not acceptable. And that's one explanation. The other shot is, we said that even if there is an Adam Khashuv, but if there's a Shamus in the shul, so for him, he needs it for light, and therefore for illumination, and therefore it's okay. Um, the other shot is, a third possibility, is that even if there is a Chazan who, uh, who, who's there, it depends. If there's moonlight, so then he doesn't need it for his, uh, for, for, him, for it to see, because the moon is bright, so uh-huh. then there's no problem. Then, then, then that fire is, not, is, only, is only there for COVID, but if there's no moonlight, then I need it for illumination, then in fact it's valid for your... Bottom line is, the key point is, is that if the purpose of this fire is to provide light that you should be able to see, then it's kind of fire that you can make a bracha. 
that we also talked about sitting in the base medrash and they brought the fire. So is machlokus bishamim whether each of the people should make their own bracha of mareish, or um, or one person should be blessed the other one. So bishamim says each person should do their own, and Beis Hillel says that one should make a bracha for all the rest. Um, why? But the but pshan Beis Hillel because b'roiv am hadras melech. The bigger the group, the more glory is to the king. So the Gemara says, I understand Beis Hillel explains his reason. What's Bishami's reason? So the reason is because if you, everyone's going to have to wait till the one person makes a bracha, so it is going to be lead to bittel Beis Medrash. Everyone's going to be waiting around till it's quiet. And therefore, it's not going to take away from the learning Torah. And that's the issue. That similar issue we have by Rabbi Gamliel in his Beis Medrash, he said that people should not say Gesundheit when somebody sneezes. Because um, it's bittel based measures. Because if we have, if there's allergies going on, so then you could be busy answering, uh, you know, some gazunt uh, everybody in the room, and then you're not going to be able to get a, you know, we'll never be able to finish the daft that way. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. All right. It's hard enough without the sneezing. Okay. Anyway, next thing we talked about yesterday was. Um, uh, the ner and the sum of mason, the ner, the reason is because for mace, it's for covered. It's not for seeing. And also, the psumim is not for good smell, it's to remove a bad smell. It's to hide the smell of the mask, the smell of the decomposing body. So, therefore, both of those don't qualify. Now, Rabbi Yudha said in Rav that if you find, if you use this candle for the dead person, both day and night, then that shows that the fire is for covered, because you don't need it during the day. But if you only use that candle at night and not during the day, then that shows that it's for seeing, and therefore it would be acceptable. Uh, what about the psamim? Oh, so we talked more about psamim, psamim that it's in a bathroom, and shemen, that's to remove the zuoma, the, you know, the sweat, um, like a deodorant. You don't use that for a bracha. Um, because it's not it's not meant for a pleasant smell. It's to remove a bad smell. Okay, so that sounds like that. If it's never if it's not for a pleasant smell, you don't make a brach on it. So we had a kasha. Why, when you go into the store of a of a person who's a perfumery, and you smell the smell, even if you there all day, you only make one bracha when you come in, and that's it. If you go in and come out, go in and come out. Each time you make another bracha. But why am I allowed to make a bracha? He's doing it. His purpose is to sell. Uh-huh. So the verse says, yeah, but without the smell, it wouldn't sell. Meaning, so therefore, he also wants people to smell, because that's what pulls people into the store. For biz- it's good for business, and that's, the, and that's the idea. Okay, next we talked about, um, we said somebody's going outside a city, and he smells a good smell. So we said if it's mostly going in the city, so that smell is maybe for... Avoid the Zara, it's not a valid smell. But if it's mostly Yidin, so then you couldn't make a bracha. And that we saw, Rabbi Yossi's opinion is that even if it's mo- mostly Yisrael, you're not, not allowed to use that smell. Why? Because there are Jewish girls that are doing uh, Kishof with, with the incense, and that's what we're afraid of. So Mar says, that's not Rav. Maybe there's a minority of them, that's what they're doing, but well, that's not the majority. So the Gemara says, um, nevertheless, it's still a miyot, and there's also a miyot that's doing it for the laundry to make the laundry smell good. So between the two miyotim, so therefore it's a, uh, therefore it's a, uh, it, it, therefore it can add up to a roiv that's not the recha avida, 
and therefore it's once it's not reicha, not, it's not it's not good, not acceptable. Next we saw Rabbi Chiyah Rabbi Abba Rabbi Yechonon. Somebody goes on erev Shabbos in Tveria or Matzah Shabbos in Zipori. That smell is is since that's those are the laundry days in those places. So the chazaka is that it's there just for making the clothes smell not stink, and therefore it's it's a lavure recha, and it's not really there for positive smell, and therefore it's not uh, something you can make a bracha on of some. Next, we saw somebody's walking in the market of Avodah Zarah, and you intend to smell bedavka. That's a choyte, because you're not allowed to do that for, it's like benefiting from Avodah Zarah, that's prohibited. Next, we talked about is um, that we talk about the candle, that you need to benefit from the candle. So, Rav Yudha, in the name of Rav, that's not actually true. You don't have to actually physically benefit from the fire. But rather, it has to be a fire that if you were close enough, it would be, it's able, you would be able to benefit. It's a strong enough, big enough fire that if you were close by, you would be able to benefit from it. And that's the, that's the requirement to make a bracha of Ma'ariyesh. Okay? Um, even if you're far away, that's Shitas review the name Rav, also Shitas Rav Ashi. Uh, we had a kash on that because it says that if you have a small candle in your, you know, very like a tiny little candle that you're holding in your lap or in a match or something like that, and uh, or if you see the fire without benefiting from the fire or you benefit from the fire without seeing the fire, you cannot make a bracha until you see both the fire and benefit from the fire. Now, I understand, says the Gemara, what it means to benefit from the fire without seeing the fire. If it's on the outs, if it's around the corner, so the fire is out on the other side of the corner. I can't see the fire, but it lights all the way around the corner, and I'm able to benefit. I'm looking at my nails or whatever it is. But uh, I, that's the case that's possible. But what does it mean to see the fire but not benefit? Isn't it mean that it's you're far away? So I can see it, but I'm too far away from benefiting. So you see that you have to actually benefit from it. So Gemara says, no, maybe you're talking about where you see the fire, but it's so low already, it's almost about to go out, so therefore it's not kosher, even nothing to do with how far you are, it's not, bene- be- it's not, you can't, it's not benefitable, so you can't benefit from it. So that's the difference. Next we talked about is the coals. We said if the coals are, are, are red-hot coals, then you can make the bracha, but if they're coals that are going out, then you can't make the bracha. And the test is, is that if you stick a, a toothpick in and it'll ignite, then that's something that you can make, uh, then that's um, lit enough that you could make a brach on it. So we want to know what's the right way to spell omimos with an aleph, with an ayin. We brought a raya from Rav Chizda Baravtim. He brought it from a pasuk. Lo amumuhu began alukim. It's with the ayin. Um, that's p- opinion number one. Then we saw the opinion of Rava that says yoisu means mamish that you actually have to benefit from the candle in order to make the bracha, and how much, how much of a benefit does it have to be? So Ula says as long as you can recognize between two coins, that's uh, they see the difference between two coins that look very similar, so uh, that would qualify as seeing clear enough as being beneficial. Chizkiah says that uh, to another example, the Muluzma of Tveria to the Muluzma of Tzipori, and Rav Chizda, so in practical halacha, Rav Yuda was even a fire that was far away he would use to make the bracha, because he felt that as long as it's a big enough fire, if I was close enough, I can make a bracha from far. But Rava was makbid on a fire that's close by that he could actually benefit from, because he needs the benefit. 
And um, that, that's the story with that. The Rav Yehuda said the name of Rav, important halacha, that although, you know, that, that, that basically Ma'ara Ha'esh is, if you, don't, if you have a fire, that's good, but you do not have to, you're not to chase after, to try and find a fire somewhere. If you don't see a fire nearby, that's okay. Don't, don't just skip the bracha and go on with your Abdallah. It's, uh, you know, sometimes you're on a, a hotel or something and it's not so easy to find a, a means of, of, you don't have to go ask 100 people to try and get a means of saying Abdallah. If it's there and it's available, good. If not, then you don't have to chase after it like you should by mitzvahs. And, um, and, and Rabbi Zerah says, I used to always chase after looking for this uh, possibility. Once I learned this halacha, um, I did not uh, do so anymore. And that is as far as we got to yesterday. And we'll take it from here.